Can I ask you a question? Do you know if the hotel's pager-friendly? What do you mean? I'm not getting a sig on my beeper. I'm not sure. Is there a payphone bank? Bunch of payphones? Business. Um, there's a phone in your room. You probably get this a lot. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did, um, did Caesar live here? Um, no. I don't think so. Ah, and with that, welcome to the Orlando Magic Pod Squad. Here we are, podcast number two. And for those who recognize that, it's the scene from Hangover. It's also what it's like to check into a hotel with David Steele. It is, right? That's yes, very similar. Very right? similar. How many times have we had to check, get the, <laughs> get the beeper checked and all that, right? You always have a bunch of questions about the hotel when we get there, don't well, you? Well, of course. you got to know certain things, and I want to know a lot of things when we check in. Yes. When we, when, you know when we go to Toronto, it's yeah. the worst, isn't it? Because then he's changing countries, and you got the whole currency. Oh, that's thing a good point. Forget stuff it. Like that. That's you know, a problem. Always confuses me. <laughs> was there? There was a pretty. You know, I, we didn't plan to go down this road, but I like it. There was a time David almost didn't make it into the country, isn't there? What What happened there? I yep, forgot. There, yeah, I think you remember exactly what happened. Customs going through customs. <laughs> oh, I had a comment for the uh, customs agent. You don't well, do not that. A comment. It was a question. It was a question. Was a question yeah. What was the question again? Uh-huh. Jeff, you remember. Uh, <laughs> Something. Um, to, a boot? I think you asked him why. Why you why you say the word about so funny? Why do you say a boot? Yes. Yes. Out out in a boot must have been about three a.m. <laughs> I was just. He, he didn't think it was very funny. He was not in the mood for jokes. It almost didn't allow him to get on the bus with us. <laughs> he almost not, had. He just gave me a dirty look. Yeah. He, he almost said, had "Well, to, sir, you're Canadian now. You'll learn." Almost you'll had to stay behind with Serge Ibaka. Almost That's had right. To, <laughs> That's right. Ugly almost, American. Almost had to stay there. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. So now, how about this? Since the last time we've done this, now it's kind of official. We've got a name, right? Orlando yep. Magic Pod Squad. We've got our own page on uh, on iTunes. That's exciting. On Google Play and on Spotify. So wherever you download podcasts, you can find this podcast. This is the only podcast I subscribe to, by the way. Is the it? Orlando Magic Pod Squad. You guys, do you guys yeah. have others that you like, or? No, I don't have any particular podcast. Jeff, do you? Are no, you a big podcast I'm not a big listener? podcast guy. I'm still trying to figure this whole thing out. I figure if I participate long enough, right. then maybe I'll get into it. I don't know. But I had to ask you guys, like I was 90 years old, how to yes, do it, how yes, to subscribe, did. and how to leave a rating, and it took me a while to figure it out. I've never felt so dumb. But people are finding it. We've got, what, 12 ratings now? Which, no, all of 12. Which I think is the most <laughs> ever for a podcast, so I think that's pretty good. That's more than 11. That's <laughs> That's right. You got to set your goals yes, low, Dante. Yes. You got to set your goals low. Yes, that was is. something right there, yeah. David. So we're <laughs> off and we're off and running. So I got a lot of feedback. I don't know if you guys asked a lot of people about if they listened or what they thought, but you know maybe we could tell more stories and maybe we can incorporate some of the players and maybe we could. I got a lot of questions about what it's like on the road in the hotel specifically. So do we have some some kind of some memorable hotel visits that we can kind of run through? That we get people, give people an idea of what happens on the road when we check in hotel to hotel. I know we go to haunted hotels. We go to. Um, I think that the best ho- story I've ever heard, and you guys are going to have to tell it because yeah, you were there. I know where you're going. The best one I've ever heard in all of my years working at the Orlando yeah. Magic is when you guys went to Allentown, Pennsylvania, for a preseason game. I think it was the year we went to the finals the first no. time. Or oh, you got it, it all the year? wrong. No, no, nope. and, and I'm going to step back because I was not there. I, you were not. Where yeah. were you? I I got injured. Uh, oh, that's that right. Year. It was the year before we went to the finals. Okay, so it's ninety three, ninety four. Oh, yes. for two out okay. of the gates. Sorry, yeah. well, so for two so out of the all gates. David's going to tell the story. But I, knew it was I in love Allentown, it. Pennsylvania. Oh, it was nineteen ninety seven. Wasn't it January of nineteen ninety seven? I believe. No, well, believe it was no. a date. Do we have story time music? 
if you can play. <laughs> I want to hear this. This is time. great. I love well, this story. Anyway, we did, well, we did. We did get snowed in in Allentown, Pennsylvania. The team played um, in Cleveland the, the night before, tried to fly into Philadelphia, and a snowstorm hit. The snow, snowstorm of the century hit as we were flying in to Philadelphia. We couldn't land in Philadelphia, so the team plane landed in Allentown, Pennsylvania, which was the only airport available at that time. Everything else was closing down. So the team spent uh, from like 10 or 11 o'clock on Sunday until Tuesday morning in the Allentown Hilton with about 36 inches, about three feet of snow on the ground outside with Shaq and Penny. No social media. Remember, this is right. before this. I'm pretty sure it was January of 1990. I think you're right because Joel right. Glass was on the trip okay, and he right. wasn't yep. with us until 96. Yeah, yeah, right. So it was 97, January okay. of 97, and the team was stuck in there with uh, um, Marilyn Manson had done a concert the <laughs> night before. Right. Marilyn Manson was in the hotel um, Sesame Street on ice. Yes. Wow. A wedding party, which uh, was a very sad situation with... <laughs> Just a handful of people and uh, the bride and the groom and about 15 other people. Nobody else could get in there, I guess, but they went ahead and, and had the marriage. The but wedding. wasn't it like Johnny Unitas's grand niece? niece. Johnny, Johnny, Unitas's Johnny Unitas's niece, niece was, getting married? was getting married? No, no, no. no she, she was, was just, just there. in the hotel. Yeah, I, she was just there. Oh, she was just why. there. She's just okay. a person. She said she was Johnny Unitas's niece. She, she could have right. been. Y.A. Tittle's nephew was also there. I don't know why you'd make that up. Yeah, true. It has to be true, right? That's true. Right. But yeah, it was a strange, strange scene. I could, we could do a whole i could do the whole thing on this because it was it was a very eventful we might have to do that one time but you got to tell the fire alarm story because everybody knows richie adubato right, right beloved right. radio commentator who at that time was coaching the basketball team and richie can you know he can look disheveled in the middle of the day <laughs> so you can imagine at three in the morning when the fire alarm went off we uh, stepped out i remember stepping out into the um the escape the fire escape Walking down the steps, and Richie walked out with me, and he had his hair going everywhere, and you know had pajamas on, and so we're walking down the steps, and it's reeked of of. Uh, Did he have a cap, like a sleeping cap? No, he didn't. Oh, he was like a stocking. Could, like a stocking. He, he, he looked like he had, you know, he was awake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> right. So we were walking, and it smelled like a horrible, you know, just a <laughs> overpowering scent of marijuana through the uh, stairwell. But not from Richie, but from not the from, from Richie, the stairwell. From the stel- stairwell, as we got down lower. The Marilyn Manson group was right in front of us with, you know, the piercings and uh-huh. everything going on. And they looked like, you know, they had come right out of a zombie movie. And Richie made the comment to me, I'll never forget it. It's one of the great uh, one-liners. He said, David, I think we're dead because I'm, I'm pretty sure this is hell. <laughs> That is the best. That's by far the best. Oh, <laughs> we didn't get life. out of the fire. I we think I've heard that story 37 times, and I laugh just so as hard every it's time. because we know Richie, too. Oh, yes, it is. Perfect Richie out That's of so line. great. But think That's about so that great. scenario today with social media and where that all would have gone. And, oh, forget and you it. guys, I mean, you, I, I would imagine you ate them out of food. I would imagine there was nothing to drink left in yeah. the place. You're stranded for three or four days. There was days. a sports bar, and everybody was in this sports bar. Marilyn Mann, the, the, the band, the, uh, the Sesame Street performers. <laughs> Penny Shack. Big Bird was in the sports bar? Big Bird, not in costume, but uh, I'm pretty sure I knew which one he was. Right. was uh, <laughs> cross eyes and the uh, uh, funny walk. But uh, that, was Ernie. that was Ernie, actually. He kind of stood out, did he? Yeah. So we, were, we were all in, this, in, in that sports bar. That was the only thing, you know, only place to go. And uh, so it was bizarre. Now that's crazy. That is fantastic. Do you wish you'd been on that trip, JT? I do. I do. I, it's just a part of magic history right there. I can't wait for the... Uh, ESPN inside uh, the magic story. Oh, you know, on that's, that one. that's interesting. Uh, side note to it: when ESPN did their thirty for thirty on the magic last mm-hmm. year, 
Um, they kept hearing stories from players about Allentown. About that trip. Yeah, their producers and their interviewers, and that kept coming up, and people had stories. Everybody had a different story because we all, you know, I live different 48 hours. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> some, some had more exciting time, I'm sure, than others. You were experienced Mine was pretty things. boring, but... Uh, you know, I'm sure there were there was other experiences. I would love to take David's account and Marilyn Manson's account. <laughs> yes, or Big Bird's account. Or I would Big like to get Bird. Big Bird's account. But they, that story. they were talking about his niece. Right? Well, that's right. That's right. But ESPN, the producers were talking about doing a separate Allentown. Yeah. Have to like a half hour or an hour show, which they may. Oh, that do. would be good. Could I you imagine that? Can, can we? Can they we start? The bride. They did. They did find the bride. Are they still married? I don't know. Oh. You've got to be kidding me. They found which the bride. Brings up another question. All of these weddings that take place, the proposals yep. yeah. at sporting events, right. somebody needs to do a study and find out what the success rate on those marriages uh, is. I would agree with That's that. That's a good point. I'm going to go less point. than 50%. I know of one. I know of one. No longer together. There See? you go. There you go. So, I'll, so I'm all for one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might have to do a study. I don't know anybody that's gotten George proposed. and I were invited to a wedding because this is a true story. This yes. is a true story. Because of our show. They invited it. They're huge Magic fans. Well, it was a, they it was a magic-themed wedding. It was a magic-themed wedding. Stuff was at the yeah, wedding. I'm sure you guys were invited. Dancers we were, invited. were at the wedding. They had, invitation. They had, they had yeah. the thunder sticks, you know, the thund- the, uh, the things you clap in the stands. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. had those as they were leaving the uh, the yep. reception. Stuff was were, there. Stuff you guys went. Well, we, we, we went. Well, yeah, we did a bit for the show because we thought it would be good for the show, and they are surprisingly divorced <laughs> at this point. <laughs> so, yeah, They're not together. They're so not if you're together. listening, I, we're we apologize, but it was a good time. I did have a good time. I had a good time, too. I had a good time. Well, can we start the groundswell now, then, to get an Allentown show on yeah, on ESPN, we can we start it from this very podcast? Well, Whoever's listening, like, we got to make some noise about yeah, it. Absolutely, sure. absolutely. Right? That's we the best story know. I've ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't you want to watch that and hear the accounts from everybody and yeah, find out I would. and reunite everyone? I've Dave, only heard David, the same, Maryland, I've only Maryland, heard David. The same, I've only heard the same accounts. I, I want to hear. It would di- be good to hear the other sides. Other sides. Accounts, yeah, yeah, I want to hear different sides. Can you imagine if social media, if today, if that happened today, an NBA team snowed in? And, with and anywhere with with, with Marilyn Manson with social media, with, yeah, with, yeah. with Twitter been, and uh, the, the various that would have been crazy ways that we could yeah, that would have been crazy. I, I have a favorite story from JT on the road. I don't know if it's your favorite or most memorable hotel story, but certainly sticks out to me. They, what, what would yours be, JT? You have a most memorable. <laughs> what a lead! You have a most memorable one. Well, I think I know where you're going because I know the stories I've I shared just can't, with I just you. can't fathom somebody doing this, well, I guess, is my it, thought. Back in the early days, we had a, uh, I had a teammate um, by the name of Brian Williams. If people don't know that name, they may know Bison DeLay. Right. That, that's, he changed his name, Among too. other nicknames, yeah. He's got an NBA championship with a ring, a ring with the Bulls, uh, thing, right? Yes, yeah, he does. Yes, yes he, he does. does. Well, anyway... <laughs> Brian, when Brian uh, came to the Magic, he was billed as the Renaissance man. Like he, you know, his, his Meaning, father was uh, a member of the, the, platters. the Platters, original okay. member of the Platters. Musical wow. background, okay. and you know who the Platters are George. I do. I have all their albums. <laughs> all their albums. He loved art and he loved music. Well, Brian decided on the road he was going to teach himself to play the saxophone. <laughs> This oh, wait, so he good. didn't know how to play. No, 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 oh, no. he learned. No, 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 no. no. Oh, he's a renaissance guy. We got time on the road, obviously. So at one in the morning when he had a lot of time, he decided he was gonna <laughs> he's going to practice. I, I didn't see him, but I heard him. <laughs> he was right next door to me. So can you a, imagine I this? can just see the picture of him. You know, he's got this, his music sheet laid out on the bed or something, and he was he – was, 
He was practicing the uh, saxophone. Yeah, how was he? Not very good. No. <laughs> Did you know so what? after a lot of banging on the wall and telling and screaming for him to shut up, <laughs> go to sleep, calling People security, to sleep around here. Um, he finally stopped. He yeah. carried that saxophone with him on the plane. That's what I was going to ask. So that would come yeah. with him on the plane. Yeah. 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 Wow. He'd lug yeah. it onto the plane, carry it to the bus, the room. That's the only time uh, in my recollection a, a player carried a musical well, instrument. But don't, <laughs> hold on, though. <laughs> on don't you, trip. But don't you remember Ron Ecker, our assistant coach, back in the early, uh, I want to say it was Dwight's first year. I remember year, Ron Ecker. He had, he had a, a, I thought it was a saxophone or a trumpet or something. He also. No, car- he did. He absolutely did. He would he would play it in his room, because I remember. Yeah, but also, we didn't we didn't we're not on the same floor with the coaches and everything. No, so I just did, he, right? he definitely yeah. had he definitely had a musical instrument of well, And I go. don't know if that just I don't know soothed him. Well, or, you're David. Now, you're, you know Ron Ecker from yeah different yeah yeah good assistant coach for the Magic. Right, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> David <laughs> doesn't want to talk about it. Well, it's it's just uh, I it's uh, you know sometimes we can go too far inside. Sure, sure, yeah. and that's a that's a that's a pretty deep inside look. But yeah. right, but so by you know what I picture he was doing, putting the horn right on your wall, <laughs> no music, just blasting it as loud I as he could to keep so. it. You don't I think mean, so? We were such good friends. <laughs> you know, we got along together so that's well. That's true. That's you know, now point. we don't have anybody that you know has a a musical instrument or anything. But you know, if you happen to be rooming next to Joey Cologne. Yeah. You know, you'll hear uh, him yes. singing. At, at, you know, he's, uh, he enjoys singing it loud at times. And, and you better I, like salsa music. Yes, yes you do. Right. Yes. yes, you do. And you have to like getting up at 7 in the morning and doing a radio <laughs> and listening to him do a radio interview. That's what yeah. you have to do. Really, really loudly. Yeah. The first time I heard it, the first time I, I roomed next to Joey, no kidding, I woke up in the middle of the night and said, someone's being murdered. <laughs> Someone needs help. Someone needs help. And I ran out, looked at the list. It's Joey. Oh, just doing a radio interview. Just doing a radio interview. Loudest voice of, of anyone. There, there's uh, no question. Sit, you know, because he sits around us broadcasting. We'll be on right. TV, and it's like he, he, I think people hear him more than they do. Although us. I think you've accused me. I think I got some stares the other night at the Boston game. Yeah. He was I, pretty. W- did you guys hear George oh, in hear the Boston George. game? I always hear Here's George. The, oh, okay. I don't know if our, our viewers hear him, but I, I hear. Oh, they hear him. Yeah. You guys were getting on me, but they couldn't get the clock or the shot clock right. Yeah. It was simple math. Why couldn't they just do the simple? math but do you think do you think as they're trying to figure it out a constant berating of come on figure it out (laughs) do you think that's (laughs) helping or hurting in the in the moment well they all walked away They walked away thinking that the clock was right. That wasn't right. But the best thing about George is he will yell at the officials or the yep. clock operators. Right. But he's on the second row behind me and David. <laughs> and so, so they look at you. Somehow, <laughs> I always see the officials looking at us, and I turn around, and George is talking with somebody behind or yeah, something. He good. turns his head. Very good. He is I very have, good. I have it very – I have it – down to a science. <laughs> yeah, I can yell look, at somebody and then it'll be like, it, I don't know. Who, I got to tell you, George, attention. I think they know you. I think they know your <laughs> they voice. Do? Yeah, yeah, I think they, they do. do. That's fine. Yeah. I've earned it. <laughs> <laughs> I've earned it. That's point. a constant. That's right. You know, and, and on the road, sometimes our bags can get sent to the wrong room. And I think this is probably one of my favorite stories. But, you know, once in a while, you'll get to your room and it could be a couple hours and you don't have a bag and you may text Sid, you mm-hmm. know, our, our, our equipment, equipment manager. manager and find out where your bag is. If it got lost in the shuffle, we tend to go down and grab our own bags right when it comes off the truck. But if you wait for it, well, Dennis Newman went, what, two days without a bag? Yeah. I would say, right, yeah. Dennis, right, right? Dennis yeah. went two days without a bag until we found out it was in C.J. Watson's room. <laughs> so that means two days 
He walked around a bag to get in and out of his hotel room, knew it wasn't his. And just left it there. Chose not to tell anybody that it was sitting in his room. That's not good. Mm, That's one of my favorite stories. So here's Dennis, no clothes for two days, and then it showed up. Yeah, it does happen every now and then, which uh, is really aggravating. And Mm -hmm. you're right. I mean, we have all now pretty much, because it happens once a year. Sure, sure. It'll happen once a year, and you never know when it's going to happen. Right. So just get your bag, you know. Lug it up to the room. That's the way to do it. That's the way to go. Because Brian Hill will go on a trip, and inevitably they send it to Matt Hill's room. But you know what? I, which I would be fantastic to see those two switch. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'd like what? to see them wear Matt, Matt Hill's how tall? 6'10"? 6'11"? 6'11". Brian Hill's 5'7"? <laughs> I think probably bigger than that. Which reminds, I'm just me of, <laughs> which reminds me of the night that it was about 3 a.m. and Johnny Davis was the head coach. And I had a blue blazer on this road trip. <laughs> Apparently Johnny Davis had a blue blazer. So everybody had kind of gotten off, and I was just waking up, and I grabbed the blue blazer that was up in the, in the airplane, uh, the bin, and the sleeves were like eight inches too long for my arms. So it obviously was not my blue blazer. And I thought, well, somebody's got my blazer. So I walk off the plane holding this, you know, probably a 40, 42 extra long in my arms. Johnny Davis, the head coach, is standing at the bottom of the steps with a blue blazer on, and the sleeves are thick. <laughs> At his elbow. <laughs> and he had the jacket on. It's like 3 a.m. You're half asleep. So That's he apparently so good. didn't realize that he had my jacket on. So I said, Johnny, I, this, I'm pretty sure this is yours and you're wearing mine. So we switched them out. Well, it's funny that you bring. Did he that, recognize? It? He was like, "Oh, he sorry." He sorry. laughed. Oh, he that's laughed. good. But that's here's good. Uh, since you brought that up, I'll bring up my. Can I bring up yeah. my Johnny Davis clothes story? Sure. So we were in Miami. There's multiple Johnny Davis clothes yeah, stories. Yeah. Well, this one, I this one I, is not as good, maybe. But we we were in Miami to play the Heat. And Paul Westhead had a had a uh, wardrobe malfunction. Let's say he he left his bag in his car. Okay, what happened? He he thought the bag was on the plane. He didn't bring his. He then he was blaming Sid for two days. That hey, my bag's missing. My bag's missing. It turned out the bag was in his car. He never brought Ooh. the bag, so he didn't have he didn't mishap. have he didn't have a suit for the game. Okay, I'm we're already at the game now, and they realize that he doesn't have his suit bag or whatever, and they're blaming. So Johnny Davis looks at me, and he says. You're gonna have to give Paul your suit. <laughs> and I went, I went. Sorry, what? He goes, well, Paul doesn't have his suit, and he needs the suit to go out to the court. And I said, what am I supposed to wear? <laughs> I, doesn't I, doesn't I matter. It's not like I brought extra clothes with me. Coach to the, forgot his suit. It's not like I brought extra clothes. And then first of all, and we're not. The, I'm not the same size, pretty much as anybody. If anybody's five, I'm five seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Nobody fits my clothes. So I said to him, I go, I, I, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to work out for anybody here. <laughs> so that's I don't know how good. Paul got his jacket. He ended up getting a jacket from somebody. I don't know where he got the jacket from. But he like the first his first thought was, hey, George, why don't you give up your suit? Oh, I'm not giving up my suit. I like suit. that. I'm I like that. My suit for. I guess you're not uh, wearing a suit to the game. Well, yeah. we've all done David, that, haven't well, we? You've been, you've done this a long time. Have you had any packing errors, David, where you've forgotten a, oh, yeah. a yeah, suit or a coat or anything? Not a suit. I remember Dante. Had I was going to say <laughs> Dante. Mis- did you mishap. have a mishap? Was it last year? In 29 year years, you never forgot a suit. <laughs> not a suit. And I did. But I, wow. I forgot the whole the suit. I forgot I, the whole suit. I hate putting my suit in. Any earlier than I have to, because it gets folded up in the suitcase. I'm a guy that irons everything. I don't steam it like everybody else, because I like to have the wrinkles come out. So I iron. So I, <laughs> we say the so, wrinkles yeah, are exa- out, but they're not. Yeah, really no, out. they're not out. They're not out. So I iron it. So I don't want to. For that reason, I don't want to fold it up. So I left it hanging up by the front door. So right. I'd have to walk around it to get to the car, which, which is which is what you did. Which is exactly what I did. <laughs> 
got to New York and realized I didn't have a suit. That's tough because then you have to go buy a suit and hope that they can turn it around quick for the next day. Well, fortunately, you were in New York. There, I was in yeah, New York. That's true. A few clothing stores. And he bought two the suits. The guy yeah. brought two suits. Three like, suits. Well, <laughs> I walked in. It was a special. It actually ended up being a great mishap. It was a good deal for you. Yeah, I got three suits out of it. Pretty that sure was... I know which clothier it was. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They yeah. pretty much just throw things at you they do. when you're in there. They do. What do you think about this? It doesn't even cost anything. <laughs> sure I'll does. take it. All right. Get out of here. I'll take it. We'll throw this in as part of the you know, I'm, we're not even going to charge That's you for right. it. How about oh, the, uh, so it sounds like to me we're not going to any more haunted hotels. Do you, do you guys remember when we checked in an OKC, the Skirvin, right? An yep, OKC, the Skirvin. right? Yes. In the ho- in the, I'm in the elevator with Nick Vucevic and the guy that, they have a guy that insists they have to have someone in there to push the button and get you up and down, right? Were you, any of you guys in the elevator no. when I was there no. with them? Nope. I made the comment, I said, so is this thing really haunted or is this just a, urban legend he goes i don't believe in any of that i've been working here for 20 years he goes but i will say there was one time where i kind of thought oh boy there might be something because there's a is it lc or sc or there's a name of the ghost in the skirvin right right? he goes i it was two in the morning three in the morning he stopped on the floor which is where all this stuff is supposed to happen and that's where they keep all the there's like an extra storage room and all that he said the door opened he got out did his thing went back in as the door was closing he looked down the hallway and saw a figure walking from the left to the right across the hallway. And he goes, boy, that's strange. He goes, so I yelled down to it. Nothing happened. I went down. There's nowhere to get out. He's telling this to Vooch and I. Again, this is quick. So now the door's open. He's holding it. Cause, and Vooch's eyes are wide open because <laughs> we're about to stay here. Right. In this same hotel where this said thing is happening. And he goes, I walked down there. There's nowhere to get out. I'm yelling to the name, miss, miss, are you, are you lost? He goes, that happens sometimes. They end up on this floor. And I redirect him. Nobody was there. I went down there. Couldn't see anybody. I'm yelling, I'm looking behind things. I'm like, well, now that's strange. So he goes, so at that moment I thought, boy, there could be, there just might be something. Mm-hmm. So I get back in the elevator and I gave one look back and I saw from the right to the left, this person came back across Wait, the hallway. you saw something? No, this is what he's telling us. Oh, he's telling you the story. As he got back in the elevator after looking for this person, didn't find them, he got back in the elevator that, that night and as the door was closing, he saw the person go back across the and hallway. you know who it was? Who's that? Johnny Unitas' niece. <laughs> well, there we go. I hope Mystery, so. mystery solved. Mystery solved. There we go. I wish you'd have been in the elevator. We would have figured would have it out. solved it right then. Vooch said he didn't sleep all night. And then the elevator operator started rubbing his hands together and going, <laughs> who, else? who else can I it keep awake? It was Vincent Price. <laughs> Vincent Price, the elevator but operator. But have you guys ever been spooked at all in, in either of those places, the Skirvin or the... Uh, Fister. The, the Fister. Fister in Milwaukee. Yeah. There's a lot of every time I walk in a room in the <laughs> well, it's just there's a, it's just old and there's a lot right, of right. creaking. There's a lot of history there. A lot of history there. But on yeah. the fist in the Fister in Milwaukee, there's an old side. It's terrifying. There's, there's history there, there's but it's a, terrifying places. <laughs> there's an old side and a new side. Do you realize in 20 years I've never stayed on the I've always stayed on the old side. I've never once stayed on the new side. So I could see why. So wait, we're in the new side? You're on the new yeah. side. Those rooms we're in yes, are new? That's the new yeah. side. And that's I've, interesting. I've always been on the old side, the which old is the side, left Dante side. The has all these old drapes yes, and everything like that. that's what I have. been there since yeah. Teddy Roosevelt stayed there or something. <laughs> and we're also always there, we're always there in like January <laughs> or February where, you know, it's two degrees or yeah. whatever. And so you're hearing pipes yeah. You know, crack yes. and things like yeah. that, and the and the the heater comes on. I I think that adds 
Doesn't that add a little that bit adds to, to it? it. Yeah, there's... I mean, plus the ghost that flies across the top of my room. That's scary. That's yeah. a little scary. Well, there's and there's certain broadcasters that have said, and I, I won't say who it is, but he said he heard the fridge running, so he unplugged the fridge and then woke up in the middle of the night. And the fridge was running. The fridge was running again. <laughs> so this particular person might have got after a little bit, so <laughs> I don't know. Was it, da- they... was it David Steele? <laughs> no, it was no. not David Steele. No, no, it was not me. Not no, David he's Steele. not a get after it guy, I'll tell oh. you. I'll tell you. That's, certain... that's too bad. Yeah, that is too bad. So no, no mishaps. You've not had any mishaps there. No, no. Okay, no. well that's good because no. I understand we're not staying in those places again this year. We're not. We're, we're not staying one. at the fist. Yeah, neither one. How are now, we not? We, uh, we have one more, David, that we can go. We go way back. Oh, I like to it. To being like in it. Los Angeles, and an earthquake yeah. uh, in the hotel. Oh, okay. So that was yeah, that was in Hollywood. We yeah, were in Hollywood. You were, were in there. You were in the hotel when the earthquake went off. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we were. I was walking to lunch. Were you with us? I was actually, um, Scott Skiles and I were in the hotel restaurant eating lunch. Uh, most amazing thing. Everybody starts diving under tables except for the waiters. They never broke stride, never spilled a glass. Wow. They just kept moving along and everything like it was no big deal. Um, but that was like lunchtime. And the thing is, is a lot of the players, Shaq, Dennis, none of them went back to their rooms. They all came down. From the and- from be, because they, they were they, they were upstairs were during they the were upstairs. scared and they came down spent the rest of the afternoon in the lobby well those really? rooms upstairs apparently were jostling around yeah. pretty good. oh my goodness Jeez. i would think so yeah, i was yeah. downstairs wow. walking underneath uh, there was an underneath area walking to lunch and i was with brian hill and i think chip carey i'm not sure who else and uh there were there was a gift shop and when it happened and the the ground was shifting and so you were you're kind of you just kind of had to stop and get your balance and Items on the shelves in the gift shop were, were rattling around and oh tumbling. Oh, goodness. Oh, I've, not, I've not been through pretty one. Good, pretty good size. Jeez. Earthquake, earthquake. That's interesting. That's wow, that would be We've interesting. We've seen it all, haven't we, David? <laughs> You've seen, it, you've seen it all. Well, you know what I love, too, is you, you said Shaq would put on disguises, too, right? Because that's, a, that's something people don't see, is when we get to a hotel... I mean, sometimes there were years where there were more people, but there's still <laughs> yeah. sometimes there are people that are in a roped off area at the hotel. It could be three in the morning. It could be five in the afternoon. There are people there waiting, waiting. to sign autographs to, or to, to get autographs from our players. And, and Dante. They want Dante's no. autograph, too. I don't think I've ever... Uh, Jeff did, remember? We've seen Jeff take seen pictures, Jeff sign, sign autographs. autographs. Yes, yeah, I've absolutely. Jeff sign, well, Jeff's a... Four, yeah. Yeah, I've never, Jeff no, I've never had. I've never, People never, have his card. A lot they of people have yeah, yeah, the Jeff cards. Turner basketball card. They do. Yeah. But I would, imagine, I would imagine those crowds were quite large for Shaq and Penny. Oh, yeah. I would I, imagine. Well, it, it's, you know, I think the whole thing just kind of, I always say that I, to me, Shaq is the, the most important player we've ever had because he changed everything for yeah. us. The way we traveled, the hotels we stayed in, and he lifted us to a level of interest uh, that we never had in those early days. And so when you then when you add Shaq and then you add Penny and we're winning and we're, you know, dominating around the league everywhere we went, you know, going into San Antonio, which, you know, at two in the morning and, and there's 150 people waiting outside That's to amazing. get autographs yeah, and things like that. So the, the guys always found creative ways to try to hide. Shaq would, you know, he would put on a wig or something like that to kind of hide. Get hide. <laughs> Everybody knows. 7-2 with yeah. a wig. But they would yell, Shaq, Shaq, and then, you know, he would come up with some other name or something well, like that. Well, he would fool people, though. Yeah. He would get off the bus with a with a Rastafarian wig. And they didn't know it was Shaquille and, O'Neal? And he would walk walk right through. Oh, that's ridiculous. Crowd, yeah. Oh, my that's goodness. Ridiculous. Dwight Howard used to wear wigs sometimes around town, too. He would wear that wig, yeah. like going to the movies and he stuff. Would do that. But that's uh, so, uh, who, who's not going to know that that's... Right. 
Now it's a crazy seven foot guy with a wig. Like, you know what I will say, Dwight Howard. I I don't I didn't see him do it every time, but it could be three in the morning. It could be whenever we got in. I always saw him walk over there and sign multiple every, everybody. Autographs. Yeah, he signed everybody. everybody. I mean, for all his mistakes and whatever everybody thinks here in Central Florida about Dwight, that is one thing. And anyone that's listening that has been on the other end of that would know he was always very good. Yeah, about for that. sure. He did. He always took. Took time for the fans before we got in and, and did all that. Yep. It was funny during that time, you know, I, I, I would get off the bus and, and there would be somebody, would yell, Jeff Turner, Jeff Turner, will you sign my autograph? You're my favorite player. You know, so I'll walk over, you know, and everything. He's like, oh, this is great. Jeff, can you get me Shaq's autograph? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he had a little blank That's index awesome. card, you know, or something. He didn't really want that. He wanted to say, can you get me Shaq's? I think he'd give me his shoes or something like that. Oh, so, my goodness. They try to use you, Dante. Yeah, they do. Uh, they yeah. do. They try to reel you in. Yeah, You're my guy. Yeah. And, then, and then upsell you. Unbelievable. <laughs> Upsell-y. Cheapers. Well, it's interesting. So I I don't know. I, I get a kick out of it. We're about to go out on the West Coast here for a couple of days, and, and that's always fun. I, I guess the last thing I'll ask you is, do you ever – where in the where in the season do you forget where your room is? Like do you like Joel for example takes a picture of his room number every city he goes to. That's smart. It is smart. Yeah. It is smart. But then he's got fifty room yeah. pictures, so yeah. I don't think he it could get lost in there somewhere. But There's, I don't seem to have a problem with it. But I know people do. Oh, I have. I've do had. You? I've had to go to the front desk and say my name's David. <laughs> what, what, what room, room am, am I, I in? <laughs> The walk of shame. Yeah, the walk of shame. <laughs> well, at least you But times. at least you don't go by. You know, a lot of the guys for all these years have gone by aliases you know yeah. they might they oh, might not true. be listed yeah. under david Steele. they might be listed as whatever dante and, marcatelli and, 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 yeah. and then you show your id you better yeah you better remember that your name is whatever yeah. whatever they whether yeah, they have yeah, it yeah you gotta remember so your alias my, how do you prove how do you how would you prove that jt how would you prove if i go <laughs> that's on, a good question you I, know i've never thought of this till this moment if my um, alias is droopy dog how yeah. am i gonna, <laughs> how would you know that i'm droopy dog and people might laugh at that, that your alias would be Droopy Dog. But there's been some pretty good... There's uh, been some good ones over yes. the years. That's one that they wouldn't so pick up on, is your, it? if you lose your key or something, you got to go down to the front desk. Say, hey, I'm How droopy. do you get it? I, how would you get it if yeah. you're a Droopy Dog? But you'd question. have to announce to everybody in the lobby. Hey, everybody. Hey. I'm, I'm Droopy Dog. Droopy Dog. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear that. Droopy Dog. Okay, how about, a, how about a quick check? What would your alias be? If you uh, if you were... My, all, I know, my alias would be Turd Ferguson. <laughs> That would, that would be my alias, Turd Ferguson. That would be That's one. right. I guarantee <laughs> nobody I, would find that. I guarantee. David, Turd what Ferguson. would you... So, you had the, to, so man, people hmm. should understand the alias. <laughs> you don't like that one? So we can, I can I do like segue it. away from this. But yes, right, right. The alias is used by players So because people will yes, you know, correct. call the hotel, hey, will you connect me to... Right. Shaquille O'Neal's room and everything. Sorry, we don't have a Shaquille O'Neal. So he'll have right. an alias. Right, and that's, that's, why, that's exactly. why you would have an alias. A lot of times they pick a famous actor, they're, yes. you know, a favorite, another athlete, yeah, another, another athlete, athlete, another sport. Right. Yeah. It's always interesting to me because we get the list, and there, there's inevitably guys that maybe don't need to have an alias that have an alias. That's that's what always got me. Too. That's it's a pretty like, really good one nobody's too. calling you CJ Watson. <laughs> like, well, there you go. You know, you just throw it. Well, I'm just I'm just throwing a name. That's two just, two that's, references in one podcast. Yeah, I've actually I meant CJ Wilcox. Yeah, that's, that's what right. I meant. There you that's go. Right. There you go. We'll go with that one. We'll go with that one. All right, let's turn our attention to the soup of the month and the dessert of the month. All We're right, already but, there. This is yeah. over already. No, no, no. It's not over oh, because we've got over. we've got more material to get into. Okay. So we can do soup of the month, and then we had a conversation, George. You weren't on the road in Memphis, mm-hmm. and these are some of the great things that happen on some of these lunches or breakfasts or whatever. You start getting down. 
some of these tangents like we can tend to do even on here on the <laughs> podcast. And we were asking our soup aficionado, David Steele, well, is a gumbo is soup? Is chili a soup? And he said, no, soup is a soup. <laughs> well, that makes said, sense okay, to me. Okay, well, I get that. And you ask him, what's gumbo? And he says, gumbo's gumbo. Gumbo's gumbo. I would agree. That's like saying is a hot dog a sandwich, right? Isn't that the same type of conversation? Uh, well, kind of, I don't know. How would you explain it? So are there certain uh, classifications? I, would, or? I think I'm with David on this one. Well, gumbo is gumbo. Wait, wait, well, this could, before David, George, let me ask you something. Yeah. A stew. That's stew. It's not a soup? No, it's stew. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> A okay. stew is a soup. What, what, uh, beef beef what, stew why, is why a stew soup. Is a soup. No, beef stew is not a soup. You would what? never, you would never find beef stew on a menu under soups. I, oh. I would, why? I would why is it different than? If but it has I a broth. To, well, yeah. not really. If that, I go to the grocery store and I'm looking for the little cans of soup, yeah, won't I find a stew under there too? I don't think so. I'm going to have to go check section. it out. <laughs> is there a stew a, section? I don't think there's a no. stew section. I would argue that stew is not- be a giant waste of everyone's I, time I, having a stew I, section. I would argue, God, I would never go to this. You know, one time I told my mom after a while, could you not make beef stew anymore? And I think I broke her heart. Oh, I She's know. She's like, I thought you liked this. I'm like, Mom, I really don't like beef stew. And, I, and you know what? She hasn't oh, made- Oh, man. no, maybe it was pot roast. That's same thing, right? Oh, Isn't beef yeah. stew and pot roast no, pretty much the same no, thing? No, that's different. Same thing. It all tastes the same. Pot roast. Roast and beef stew is definitely different. I don't different, like either George. of those. I don't like either of those. They I did have to tell my mom I wasn't crazy about her meatloaf. I right. did. That's a See, tough that's conversation. A tough call. And since yeah. then, I've never eaten meatloaf. Any meatloaf. She would just take kind of whatever was left and put it into a loaf. <laughs> I think I that's just, what meatloaf is. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah. No, it isn't. It wasn't all the time, but that, that would happen sometimes. Dante's so, a big coleslaw guy. Yeah. <laughs> you are a good I can't cold? imagine a food that I would like to eat less <laughs> than really? coleslaw. What a waste of a side. I don't Everywhere we go, especially when we go to barbecue places, it you can get ba 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 and, and coleslaw. coleslaw. Everybody's pushing coleslaw. On, Everybody's on pushing Dante. coleslaw. Yeah, I'm off coleslaw too. I go with like Chuck coleslaw. Daly. Say the best salesman is the what? The orange marmalade salesman because <laughs> it's on every table. Whoever, whoever's still pushing coleslaw. I'm not a coleslaw. Getting a nice either. chunk of change. No. So that's it. So you don't have. So you have different so, categories then. Well, what, yeah, okay. Yeah, why? Yeah. Why would you say all those other things are soups? Because they come in a bowl and you eat it with a spoon? It's it's in the soup section. It has a broth. I would think I mean, a beef that... stew would be a soup. Well, maybe they're subsets of one another. <laughs> I would I would disagree. But I think I'm soups with you, are, David. Soups are a little thinner in uh, in, in in terms of the substance substance. Except for like word, baked potato for? soup is kind of thicker. Yeah. Thick but and, Dante, uh, when we go into a it. restaurant and we ask what what's your soup today, nobody has ever said stew. No. Well, yes, they will. Yes, they will. Said, we've got a real nice beef stew, or we've got or a chili. nice gumbo chili. chili. David says chili is not a soup. No, it's a chili. I would agree <laughs> that it's chili. <laughs> <laughs> but why? Just because it's a different it's, it's, constitution? It's, got, it's, it's, yeah. it's mainly it's meatier, meat. Yeah. Meatier, and stew thicker. is mainly beef and it's, potatoes uh, and, and carrots. And, and, and stew. And what about a chowder? What about clam chowder? That's a soup. Chowders have, uh, it's, they, a, it's a type of a soup. <laughs> it's a subset of a soup. <laughs> no, it's a, that's just it's a, a soup. Subset. It's not a subset of it's soups. Subs- How many <laughs> subsets are there? There are a couple. So if I was doing a bibliography, I'd do, I'd do one soup, soups subset. At the top. Soups at the top. Yeah. Those are all subsets. Oh, but go back to the plane ride because she had a beef with David, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ride, you got right? called out on, on because of our last it, podcast, David. about that. The, la- the flight attendant on our last flight. I was not on the last flight, but the flight well, attendant Well, she stopped you dead in your tracks and she, said she heard she it. Listened she listened to, to the, the pod squad podcast. episode one. And what happened from there? 
Well, she said, I understand you, you, uh, you like soup, but then when we offered you soup, that you said no thanks. And I said, yeah, that's, that's a true story. <laughs> and so I think the indication was I probably won't be offered soup again on the airplane. <laughs> that was the inference Could I you, got. On the next flight, when we go to Phoenix, I want, can you ask her right away if we have soup on the plane? And, oh, yeah. and then please don't take it. No, even if it's your, even just if it's split, I'll even do if that favorite. just for you, George. Even okay, if it's good, your right, favorite, nice. but we do have a great crew. That that flight crew that we have is fantastic. Yeah. They're top yeah. notch, and yes, they are. We're very appreciative of all of them. Do you, do you have a soup of the month now that we're into November? Well, if the temperature would drop a little <laughs> bit, I've got some good ones. But it just stays so darn warm that. Uh, but it, it, when it gets a little cooler around Thanksgiving and the holidays are coming up, my wife has uh, this thing called Enterprise Soup. And it's unbelievable. Enterprise, Enterprise I don't know where the name came from. Maybe from Enterprise, Alabama, a small town in southern Alabama. I don't know. but Car it's, company, I guess. Maybe it could be. Star Trek. Star, Star Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. Well, but what's in it? You have to tell it, us what's got, Enterprise uh, soup. ground pork. Okay. Uh, spicy, like if you use a Jimmy Dean spicy pork. Yes. You know you know Jimmy Dean I pork do know sausage. Jimmy Dean. It's starting to and, sound like and, a stew to me. It's already does not sound like a soup. And ground beef. It's starting to sound like a pork, stew. Pork and beef? Pork and beef. So okay. it's very beefy. Might be a chili. Kidney beans, um, corn. Make sure you have corn. Definitely uh, you not spice it up with, no. with taco seasoning and uh, some Rotel tomatoes. It's got a little kick to it. It's, it's kind of a thick. Wow. It, we call it an enterprise soup. It's really kind of like a chili. So it could all into either chili subset or soup category. That is okay. interesting. I've, I've never, never heard, heard of that. enterprise no. soup. Very good. No, that's good. That's All good. Right. That's a staple. How about a dessert of the month? Now that we're into November, you have Thanksgiving right around yeah, the corner, you know, right? That's that's where we're going. Yeah, right? sure, it's sure. Thanksgiving and everything. You know, I we were in Memphis and I had an unbelievable piece of pecan pie uh, in Memphis. You know, yes, I, I did. You have that I too, did too. As well, I did too. Yeah, and um, very so that was very you, good. I don't think you can really beat a good pecan pie a la mode uh, this time of year in November. So okay. that's kind of uh, where I think I that's pretty go. impressive. Yeah, that's Enterprise soup and an a la mode. Pecan pie. Pecan pie a la mode. Okay. There you go. Okay, good. Fan bag. F- mailbag, fan, fan bag, whatever questions? you call it. We do have some questions. The Pod Squad fan and bag. Since, since we're talking about food, I think this is a good one. Quick round table of everyone's favorite road city restaurant for a meal. Can be breakfast, lunch, dinner. Quick roundtable discussion. I, I think my eyes light up when I get to Salt Lake City, Utah, and we go to Little America for breakfast. Mm, right, right, right across the street from our that hotel. For me, that's a favorite of mine. I'm a breakfast guy. You yeah, are. That's that's a good spot. I'm trying to think of the, the good uh, seafood spots. and mm-hmm. uh, I like Jake's in, in Portland. There's a okay. good seafood spot, fresh fish in Portland, Oregon. Seattle. Schnitzel. You can get Seattle good schnitzel have, in Portland, too. <laughs> Seattle used to have, yeah, you've had a very fine chicken schnitzel. That was the worst order I've ever had. That might be my worst order of all time. Any restaurants of, with Pounded anyone. with a mallet and covered in breadcrumbs. God that knows was, what. That was terrible. Yeah, you were angry that night. I was yeah, angry. I was, a, I was as a rush order. I panicked. Yeah. Turned into George. <laughs> panicked. And wanted, I'll have the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Who orders chicken schnitzel? <laughs> Seafood, well, seafood restaurants. Who orders? I don't even want to go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to go there? Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah go there. David Steele. Were you in New York? No, we were in Washington. We were in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. Went to a restaurant, and he thought airplane chicken. 
would be a good bad. thing to order off the menu. <laughs> that Airplane was a bad order. chicken. <laughs> Airplane chicken. That's what a name for a meal. On... Anybody that orders airplane chicken can yeah. say, who orders chicken snitch? Yeah, that's, that's a great point. We might be a wash right that's there. That's a great <laughs> point. And I think my airplane chicken matches your Man, chicken snitch. Those are two sure. bad orders. Would you ever order it again? That's what they, see, no. we've learned no. our lesson. We've learned oh, our we lessons. Learned our yeah. And I'll never order it because I watched you two knuckleheads <laughs> order it. There's no way <laughs> I'm going to order that. That's fair. At all. That's go fair. ahead, JT. You want to go next? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you right up. I'm a pizza guy. So Chicago's, okay. I love going to Chicago wherever we have pizza. Doesn't matter, we, right? We've got, people have different favorites. I love getting New York pizza uh, after the game, walking up and getting a slice, uh, bringing it back to the bus on the way to the airport. That's kind of fun, too. Well, so, that is nice. That's yeah. right. So, nice piece of Sbarro's yeah. instead of <laughs> authentic New York pizza. Authentic. Well, not, that's not always right. what no, we No, I know. No, no it is. Uh, no, it is. So, yeah, I'm a, I like pizza. Well, we, uh, we're getting ready to go to the West Coast, and JT asked me actually last night after the game, he's like, are you going on this trip? And then he stopped, and he goes, wait a second, we're going to Portland, so you're <laughs> definitely on this trip. And I said, yes, I am. Yeah. So I would say there's like 20 restaurants in Portland are. that are awesome. There I are. like waking Dante and Ty up, and Keon. We've gotten Keon yes, we to have. go with us yes, at like 6.30 in the morning to go to, over to Pine State Biscuits in Portland. I want to go this year. It's fantastic. You want to do that? We, You're up for that? Don't we have an extra? We have an extra. We have, extra we have staying the night. stay there. We're spending okay. the night, too. Yes, that's right. That's but right. It's, it's a one time we took the train, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? One yeah, time we, we took a bus because it's not it's not downtown. You got to yeah. take a little bit of a ride. But it's uh We it's can all Uber it. over there. It is worth it. It's, it's worth it. Delicious sandwich. Yeah, really good. Yeah, really no, those, those are good That's ones. my favorite. Who, so somebody sent that question? Yeah, somebody sent that question. One. On Twitter? Also on Twitter. And then all we got another one that says, coolest thing you get to see do while on the road with the team. If the NBA schedule ever lines up, what do you still like to do or see? Well, first so, thing that jumps in my mind is Washington, D.C., the nation's Oh, capital. yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we if we have an ex, a little extra time, then it's, uh, you know, always take a, a nice walk around the White House, the Capitol, um, we went to uh, uh, the Ford Theater a couple of years ago, a mm-hmm. couple of us, Dennis Newman. Were you with us on that one? I was not. I think it was just me and Dennis. Went to the Ford Theater where, obviously, Lincoln was assassinated and across the street where they took uh, took him. So there, there's just so much interesting, so many interesting things to do in Washington. There are. Say that. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, I, it, if we end up in New York City anytime close to Christmas, that's, that's pretty, pretty special, great. isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, being in there is Rockefeller Square and all the Rockefeller Center and all that, the Christmas tree, the ice skating. That's pretty cool. If it lines up to go in December, that's always pretty yeah, fun. That's good. Well, we're me. there New Year's this year. That's, that's right. That's true. Interesting. That's true. Be We've been there for New Year's yeah. before where, where we were is there. Is there a place you'd rather be less than <laughs> New York <laughs> City New for New Year's? There might be a little security. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's a little so. rough there. Uh, I think so. Do you guys have one that lines up, or you want to get to the next I mean, one? I think those are good. Those, those are, are good, good ones. right? Yeah, I, also like, I like spending time in Boston, too. I, yeah. I, yeah. Outside of New York, I like going to Boston. I think there's a lot of cool his, you know, history, and there's good restaurants and pubs yeah. and, and all that stuff. That's a great I, I think town. that's a great, great town to, to be in. Yeah. Rodeos. It's always fun to catch a rodeo, <laughs> if, if that can work Very out. Very popular. Okay, and then uh, best worst road arenas to work a game. Visibility of court, atmosphere, courtside, media room, locker room. Best worst. We'll just give. How about we won't throw anybody under the bus? No, but what's I, the I'll best? throw somebody under the bus. Okay. Can I throw somebody? I think Brooklyn. Now, it, it, for you guys are dealing with a pretty good spot. Thi- in Brooklyn. Okay, but I'm saying I'm saying in the back by the locker room. Now, after the okay, game, yep. you have to bring the coach out to do media. And here's a brand new arena. This building's how old? Three years old? Yeah. Four yeah. years old? This the hallway. This this booth right here, which is maybe 
10 feet by 10 feet is has a bigger gap yeah. than it, for me to bring the head coach out into the hallway to do That's his true. media. That it's a true. disaster in there all the time. I would say you should have planned that, I mean, a mm. little better. It's not, you have no excuse for that not to be uh, a little yeah, bigger. Yeah, that, uh, they don't have a lot of space there. They just, I think they, they, they had such a small footprint to work with. Everything. I guess. I'm maybe not buying that. Maybe that's their excuse. I'm not buying I know that. where you're going with the best, and I'll, I'll let you answer for both of us on that one, Jeff. Oh, for me, the best yeah. is uh, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Academy, Academy, right? Yeah, in yeah. New York City. The, the atmosphere, our broadcast location, I mean, we're across the court. We're sitting on the front row with where all the stars sit. I'm sitting right next to Clyde Frazier. Doesn't get any better than that for me. That's pretty awesome. And then in Philadelphia, that that's a problem for I think all broadcasters. You know, you're because you're up high. We're Good up high, you. and we're not center. You know, at least in Washington's Charlotte, we're up a high. Bit, yeah, yeah. But you, David, had a problem where he had to walk during the during the yeah. anthem, and Philadelphia fans don't take too they kindly like to that. that. So that's which, I, which yeah. Do, do you guys miss do you, now? <laughs> Madison Square Garden is really the only building now in the league that has any type of history do you miss i know you don't miss some of the things that go with you know old garbage buildings but like do you miss going to oh, like I do. Yeah. the forum yeah. and boston you know the, chicago, you know, the spectrum chicago of chicago stadium, stadium. The, uh, spectacular building. that is one aspect that i i'm jealous that i didn't get to do because yeah. those were all places when i was a kid i mean those were like those were, those were like the coliseum to right. me those, yeah. those right. arenas and the only one that still stands now is madison square garden i miss i miss being able to to experience those but places. But even Madison Square Garden has been renovated. But sure. Like the locker sure. rooms yeah, are true. better yeah. and everything. And so the amenities for the players, like the locker rooms and things, visiting locker rooms in those old buildings were were miserable. You know, you right. go to Boston, you got a little closet that you're, you know, all your, everybody's changing in. You've got two shower heads and only one works and it only has cold <laughs> water. You know, they said that was Red Auerbach back in the day was doing all that. But once I you got that. out onto the court – right, in Boston Garden, and the fans were close and everything. That was a special place. I thought the Spectrum in Philadelphia was yeah. was a great okay. place to play. I love playing at Chicago Stadium. Just yeah. the, the atmosphere, the energy in the building. Um, you know, the new buildings are great. Don't get me wrong. They're, you know, But it's there's something about people just being right there and the, uh, you know, all the little the dead spots and everything. It just yeah. made it – that's what made it neat, I guess. Um, yeah. Don't you think now Golden State is getting ready to move into a new building? I don't know if it's next they'll year lose, or the year. They're, they're going to lose that feel. They're going to lose that feel, aren't yeah. they? Because yeah. that's one thing about Oracle Arena in right. Golden State, which we'll experience uh, on this trip. The fan, It's just like the old Amway Arena. Yeah. The fans are right on top of the mm-hmm. court. And it, and as soon as they start to go on a run, you can you can. it's almost like a pressure cooker. You yeah. can feel the energy go toward that other team. They're going to miss that, aren't they, When they unless they – Unless, yeah, they unless they plan it. that, I don't know how you replicate that in the new in a new building because yeah, that, all these buildings have building. the, the fans. All, I mean, even our our arena felt like that too back you know before we moved into the Amway Center. Not that yep. the Amway Center is not the best arena in the league because I think it is, but like there's something about the fans being right on top of the court that these new buildings definitely don't right. have. Yeah, the, the the Warriors have had great crowds even before they became mm-hmm. a great team. They, they have. They've had they had great support. It'll be interesting to see how many of those people follow them into downtown San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. Because you gotta you gotta believe that a lot of those season ticket people are up in that Oakland Alameda area right. on the other side of the bay. And uh, I'm I'm sure they won't have trouble selling tickets. But I I probably not. <laughs> so I think they're gonna be fine. Continue to okay. continue to play different. like this. I think my least favorite is Atlanta. You guys know when we go to Atlanta I can't see the oh, game yeah. at all. That's they put, a problem. They put the table in the corner right in the tunnel. Literally right next to the stanchion, so you can't see anything. You can't see the floor. You can't see the scoreboard. You can't see anything. I have to. I have to rely solely on the monitor, which 
which is fine for me. You guys would have a problem doing that call in the game. I can do it for what I have to do, but that's a bad spot. Yeah, that's that's probably that's the worst. Yeah. That's the but worst. But there's a lot of great. There's a lot. A lot of teams take care of us. I but sitting anywhere we get a chance to sit courtside is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the last thing we got was you got a lot of fan mail. We did. We got, and the last one was what was the better giveaway: the Hito Turka glue stick or the stuff soap dispenser dispenser? I the Turka glue, Turka glue stick. Is right? that that's is that a, as good a marketing thing as we've ever done? That's pretty good. That was the best. That's right? pretty that's good. Pretty, that's you have the Darko. What about the Darko you know flyswatter? I, I still have the Darko flyswatter was a, good. I still have a Tracy McGrady baseball bat. I do too. I do too. Yes, that, that was, was a good one. You know another good that's one. That was a good one. That was an arena. I think. That was fifteen thousand bats. bats <laughs> yeah, but, that's you know, true. It's that's true. <laughs> Not a lot of forethought went into that. I, yeah, I really liked day. it. Though. I still deal. have mine. Yeah. Another good one that I have is a <laughs> Horace Grant rubber ducky. That was a good one. Now you know you what? That one? You know now, where mine is. You know, you know where, where mine is? is. Dante's is with Horace Grant right mine now. Mine is with Horace Grant. When oh, you guys gave it to him, when we honored him. Oh, yeah. I mean, we brought Horace Grant yeah, back. Yeah, you gave him yours. Well, yeah. everybody was like, I didn't. I gave you mine. Oh, and I you gave, gave Horace mine. Yeah. I, th- I might have an extra You're one. You're saying David, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's David okay. Steele. Right. Because he, Horace it hadn't seen the, bitter, the ducky in a while. The rubber's <laughs> a little bitter. You haven't forgiven me for that, have you, Dante? <laughs> well, everybody It's a funny story. I, you know what? If it could go anywhere... It should go to Horace, shouldn't yeah, it? Right. I mean, if that should go, that's what I love that's about yours. it. That's yours. You don't think Horace that has 15 of those at home? No, he said, he can said I have it? Have David it. said, of course you can have it. Because <laughs> it's not David's. Horace Grant. I don't blame you. It wasn't I don't mine. <laughs> what does David care? <laughs> In all fairness, what are you out? You're that's not right. out anything. That's, that's true. Right. All right, good stuff, guys. I, I think that's podcast. I think that'll do it. That's podcast number two? Yeah, okay. yeah. I think that's podcast number two. We hit our lot. Well, i got to ask the question. Yeah. Is it anything? I think it is something. I think that was something. I think that was something. I don't know, it's Forty-eight. You had plus some good stories. There was some can information weigh in, and in there. Let us know if it's anything. Yeah. How do yeah. they let us know? So now they need to subscribe. Need Everybody to subscribe. listening needs to subscribe to the podcast. You need iTunes, to rate the podcast. Google Play or also Spotify. You can go to one, wherever you get your podcast from. Those are the three big ones. That's where you get your Spotify. Yeah, that's where you all go. Of those, all of them. All of them. You can subscribe. That's first. Subscribe. Rate the show, write a review, and make sure you listen to it every you week. You want to know how I know this podcast will get big? When we get a sponsor and I go, hey, guys, let me tell you a little bit about my friends at blank. <laughs> yes. And then like I'll, JJ read, and then I'll podcast. read something ridiculous, and then it'll be like, yeah. all right, guys, back to the conversation. That's <laughs> what I love. That's when That's I when know the know. pod squad will be good. That's when you know. That's when I and know. And we got to end it again. Let's get this groundswell going for a 30 for 30 on Allentown. I all think right. that's a great idea. Get the pod squad that going start. first. Pod that squad can start first. right here. Pod squad first, then Allentown. All right, guys, we'll see you in a couple months. Take care. (laughs) Thanks, guys. (laughs)